You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. All right. So hello and welcome. That's right. You're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us tonight on this full-blown spoiler discussion of the first three episodes of season three of The Boys. Please like and subscribe and all that good shit. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, certified geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from yours truly, Syracuse, New York. And always among us, our moderator and troll hammer is Joe from Fallout 1 Gaming. How's it going, big fella? Oh, I can't get ready to chop this up with you guys. This is going to be fucking epic. <laughs> and before we introduce this really awesome, good-looking panel, who do we got in the chat? In the chat tonight, we have Scott Bannick. Uh, I'm going to just say Vaporon. And Paul Tackett's in the chat. Excellent. Appreciate everyone being here as we we're going to chop up the boys. So what we're going to do is... We're going to bring in this whole panel, let them plug themselves in, and give their general thoughts of the boys. Starting with the man, the myth, the legend, the hub, Kush. How's it going, boss? What's up, man? How's everybody doing? Once again, happy to be here on Nerdcage Live. It's always a fun and great time whenever we're on here chopping it up. I'm definitely excited to get talking to the boys. You know where you guys can find me. It's just the hub on everything. Uh, for those of you that don't know me in the chat, I'm a New York Giants YouTuber, but I do got that uh, that comic side, that geek side, that nerd side to me, which is the reason I'm here in the first place. I don't know. Is this where I give my first thoughts, or is this just the intro? Uh, just uh, you know, just give your don't give a rating, but just your general thoughts yeah. on the first three episodes. I like them a lot. They could be over the top sometimes, but I, but I like it a lot. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, please uh, sub up the hub. Uh, Fantastic uh, Giants content creator and uh, does some great live streams. And yeah, awesome friend. Please sub him up. And of course, we got the lovely Pretty Guardian. How are you tonight? I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me here on the Nerd Cage. I am Pretty Guardian. I make videos about RPGs, JRPGs. You can find me over at youtube.com slash prettyguardian. And I am just so excited to be here to talk about the boys. So episodes one, three, I definitely agree with you 100% Kush, so over the top. I feel like in season two, the show really dialed in like what their identity is, what they're trying to portray and deliver to us. And they've, you know, dialed it up 110% for these three episodes. So overall, really enjoyed them and excited to talk about them tonight. Excellent. And of course, from movie and gaming aficionados, whoops, I forgot to plug him in here. Uh, we got Josh. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing great. Um, movie and gaming aficionados. Josh here. Uh, guys, go check out on my channel, Box Office Heroes Part 1, starring yours truly, also starring Jay, Mark, Wes from uh, Real Talk, and uh, Comic Chat. It's about... Um, Superhero movies and how they're affecting the movie industry. It's 40 minutes. Uh, I put my heart and soul into it. Uh, go check that out. Um, I also do other movie reviews, show reviews, and sometimes I do game streams and game reviews too. Um, 
Yeah, so the boys, man, uh, I I obviously check out a lot of series for my channel and stuff like that. I try, check out a lot of different shows. The boys is definitely like way, way, way at the top here. Um, you know, there's a couple other ones in there too. But uh, the way that they've set the bar and raised the bar for A, what you can do on TV uh, with how far they pushed it and overall just entertainment and great story writing. Uh, I really like these first three episodes and I'm excited in the next four hours to get our fourth episode. So and I'm ready to talk with this great panel too. Excellent. And... From the lovely city of Chicago, Illinois, we got Dion McGill from Off the Beaten Podcast. He is a regular here on Nerd Cage Live. He's basically like our third member of the group. How you doing, man? Yo, what it up? What up? Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm feeling good. I didn't get my coffee tonight, so I'm turned up anyway, though. So it is what it is. <laughs> uh, thanks. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Yo, this season, I'm loving it. I'm like, of all the things I discovered during quarantine, The Boys was my favorite, and it remains to be my favorite. Um, just kind of like what Josh said, I don't think Amazon's ever said no to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do this? Sure. <laughs> so, you know, and I just, yeah, I dig it. Um, a pretty guardian hit it on it real well. Like they just kind of, you know, get this evolution of the characters. They've grown a little bit. And I think they've, you know, everyone's kind of found a perfect spot. And, uh, and it just felt really good and came over. So, yeah, I was super excited to, you know, dive in. Excellent. And of course, oh, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, off the beaten podcast.com. It is cool. It's cool. There we go. There we go. Uh, we'll put links in the chat. Joe from Fall One Gaming, your general thoughts on the boys, and then be sure to tell them about Tamara. Ah, yes. Well, ju just when you think they can't push the envelope even more, they go way past that. And it's it's just great. I'm, I'm loving all the, all the goodness that comes out of this. The, the blood, the gore, the, the sex, everything that's in it is fucking amazing. And I just, it never disappoints. <laughs> and then uh, tomorrow at 8 p.m. on Twitch, we will be going back to Mortal Kombat Deception Conquest mode. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yes. Twitch.tv oh, nice. Nerdcage Live, 8 o'clock. We'll be going for four hours and. We're playing as Shujinko, doing our thing, even though we're, <laughs> spoiler alert, being deceived, but that's the fun of it. Uh, and Joe, while we're at it, tell them about Tuesday. Tuesday, we go back to the world of survival horror with Resident Evil Remake. Excellent. So, yeah, we're yes. having a blast with that shit, for sure. Um, so, yes. So, now we're just going to open up the goddamn floor, have some fun, talk about the boys, full uh, spoilers and all. I guess let's just start with that... Uh, penis massage gone wrong yeah <laughs> i believe there's two terms for it sounding and docking and yeah. it went wrong yeah that's what's up oh this man said that's what's God. up <laughs> i didn't know there were terms for that that's what's up yeah i got we a doctor in the house apparently well <laughs> Well, the way it looked, uh, I want to say you can definitely see where the green screen, we, you know, we make content, so we do. So you can see where the green screen begins and ends, but it was done well enough and 
not well enough so that's comedic and you're like oh he was like he's really not in there but he looks just like he, he is kind of it was almost like something from like the 80s kind of, the way it looked yeah the kind of a weird thing to jump off of with the point you brought up with the green screen and just the visual effects in general one yeah. thing i love that the boys what they've done with the show from the very first season to now is that when we see in universe green screen meaning when we see vaught with their their uh the dawn of the seven movie and stuff I love how they purposely make it so that you know that it's like as soon as I think episode one opened up with it, I'm like, you could tell this is this is a certain type of visual effects. It's like you could tell you, it's clicking in your head. This is not the actual show. This is a show inside the show or a movie inside the show. I love that because it makes it very easy to differentiate. They pull out all the cliche superhero movies like lines and like and cliches yes. and stuff like that. And, and I find that so hilarious, man. The, the hashtag released the board cut. That was funny. I'm a big uh, Zack Snyder fan, so I can take a joke. There's a lot of Zack Snyder fans that can't take a joke. I love that. That was hilarious to me. Well, they also didn't just make fun of uh, the Snyder cut. They were making fun of the Avengers, clearly, with the the lines. Yeah, Payback Payback is the Avengers, yeah. On top of that, you had the poster of the Dawn of the Seven that was in the style of Avengers Endgame. Exact Mm -hmm. same uh, style. On top of that... Uh, one of my top five actresses, favorite actresses ever, Charlize Theron, comes there out of nowhere as Stormfront. Yeah. Another yeah. <laughs> she, she's playing two purple superhero type characters. Yeah, man. she's basically. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was so fucking great, and it just shows you how cliche superhero cinema has become, and yeah. it's very eye-opening. And the way they make fun of it, it's just, it's just so fucking. Great. I would, and this would be a controversial statement. Feel free to disagree, anybody. I would, I would alter the statement from superhero cinema to mainly MCU cinema. Yes, a hundred percent. I agree with that. Okay. Um, also, uh, you know, let's not far, stray too far from the penis. We totally just did that. I, I want we glossed to, over it a little, yeah. Yeah, let's, that's not something we gloss over. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, kill the man. I thought at first where he's like, "I want you inside me." I thought he was gonna bend over. So I'm like, I'm like, oh man. Yeah, is, is that not to be like a gerbil in yeah. ass sort of situation? Is yeah. Termite yeah. not the same guy? Awesome, they is, show the. The well, yeah, the shriveled the, the the little hot dog laying on the table. Yeah, <laughs> I but is Termite not the same guy from season one, episode three, that was in the club that jumped in that yes. woman? Is that not the same guy? Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. I got that's immediately what popped in my mind when when that scene came on. <laughs> it started with the Barbie doll too. That was like, all right. I didn't even play. yo. I was horrified. I didn't think it was a Barbie doll. I thought it was somebody drugged up and he was raping her. I was like, what are they cheering for? I didn't realize it was a Barbie doll until like after the episode, and somebody told me it was a Barbie doll. I mean, oh, they would have wow. to been that small too, you know. They would have to. Yeah. Uh, they had to been the I was boss. like, why is he? Why is there a non-responsive body on the table right now, man? And I guess the I guess the moral of the whole story would be uh, never sneeze during sex. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about <laughs> <Vulcan> Coke? <laughs> so, am I the only one that? Because you know, at this point, I can predict a lot of things. Is it, did anybody else just feel the dread? I was just like, ah, oh, I'm waiting for yeah. to, I just, I just want to see if this is going to look like, and I didn't think his entire body would explode. I thought just his dick and balls would explode either. and he was going to be screaming, ah, I guess that would have been way worse. <laughs> you know, like then like, have him just, try, all right, at least he can die like a quick death. But like, yeah, I thought they were going to go. Like, you, you know why they didn't do that, Josh? They already pulled oh, that yeah. with the dude that, that had the, his, um, his frozen off. 
earlier. Was it season oh, two or season right. one? Oh, yeah. And they already pulled that joke of somebody's uh, penis being broken off. See, see mm. this scene kind of caught me off guard because I thought he was going to be shot across the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That... <laughs> I mean, I just... he's, he's, he's playing with... Was like, I'm like, Am I the only person that was in pain during that entire scene, bro? Jay, I like that you had to give us the finger action. Yeah, the visual. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna full screen it. He's like fondling like the urethral walls, like this. Stop it. Yeah, it's too Stop bad you don't it. have like a thing on your soundboard for strokes of furry walls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god! Now, it's like the reactions going across the internet. People are like, "Who are we reacting to that specific scene?" Like, oh my god! I, I I thought it was it was great. I'm sorry, it was just like it was so gross, and it has that trademark blood and guts. And yeah. I just fucking loved it. What what a way to start the third season. But I will say this though, it and this is not a knock on season three because so far I think the season's great. But I think the humor's been toned down a little bit. I mean, there's oh, no yeah? humor there. But it's, this is a very smart <laughs> Okay. <laughs> He's hot. Well, it seems That's like in the past where there were like actual like jokes and punchlines, mm -hmm. it seems mm -hmm. like more like we're supposed to laugh at kind of the absurdity of the situation. Like it's yeah. so yeah. over the top and yeah. so extra. Yeah. yeah. I like French how they execute too. humor, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, trying to think. What, anything else besides that uh, specific scene? I mean, I mean, he puts oh, also the coat on picks up the coat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I I thought he OD'd and died, but apparently he went on some type of retreat. So that was interesting. Well, I thought for sure he would have died. That he he want, Billy wanted to kill him, but obviously under his new, mm -hmm. um, you know, he was playing along with the uh, you know with the FBI there or whatever or the bureau. Victoria, bureau. Victoria yeah. Nadia, yeah. Nadia, oh Nadia. We now know her real name. Yeah, Nadia. <laughs> yeah, we know her dad too, man. That's another thing. I, just, oh my god, yeah. Politics, but you know who she's supposed to be a rip off of, right? The AOC, AOC. Right? Oh yeah. I mean, I feel I feel like you can't say the phrase not to get into politics because since season two they've been directly mirroring so a lot of real world politics with uh, Stormfront mm -hmm. in season two, and now for sure with uh, Victoria and uh, Stan and stuff, and just like you know the corruption and all that that we're seeing with Stan and the um what did he say Congress? He has strings that he could pull in Congress and stuff. So it's for sure a mirroring at some level of the real world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hang on, I'm just fixing a couple things here. Um, man, I don't know what what else, guys. I mean, I, how about I, I'm surprised nobody brought it up. I know, Anthony Starr's performance is amazing. Yes, this man yeah. is yes, ridiculously definitely. good as um as Homelander, especially in episode one, where you just see the pain smile and the crazy eyes. I don't know how he does it. Throughout, I want to say like the first half, first three quarters of the episode, it's the same question over and over again, the same answer over and over again. And of course we see him break, what, what was it, at the end of the, uh, episode two and whatnot. Yeah. That was yeah. really good, man. Props to him. Yeah, and it was just funny because this, like, this is like the season of his like unraveling. Mm -hmm. And then like totally. the scene where... Uh, you know, here's a major spoiler, Stormfront killing herself and like, wow. and he's like, he's breaking down in front of that girl ready to kill herself. And then she has an epiphany, like, okay, I don't want to move forward with this. And then he's like, jump. He's like, fucking jump. Oh, you're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> God, yo, that was fucking dark. Shit, that dude dark. is masterful. Just uh, masterful. Because you feel it. It's not like, it's not like, oh, this is like, you feel like, it's just so good. He's so good. 
Shout out to uh, Anthony Starr and real, who did some Homelander stuff in real life. I just wanted to just bring that up a little bit, but uh, you know, I'm glad oh, he, came, up, he do? came back from that. Oh, he beat the shit he out of somebody like in real life. In real life, like Anthony Starr in real life. Yeah, yeah, something. But I don't like he gets the crazy so good in his eyes. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if Anthony Starr and Ezra Miller are hanging out. Well, I don't want to be there. Whole other conversation, man. <laughs> um, I, I also I have to bring this up uh, about Stormfront to me um, it's the most disappointing thing about the series and I hope maybe it's a fake out uh, because I think the way that Stormfront they set it up I thought she was great great villain and to have her have an off screen death I thought that was kind of like eh, I know it yeah. home later over the edge but I really they had a setup to do a Darth Vader esque type thing where she comes back and is like going nuts with new robotic parts or maybe they'll still do that but I don't know I, I just feel I don't know what happened maybe Aya Cash didn't want to come back or maybe they didn't pay her I don't know what happened but I don't know uh, it was imp- it was important, but I'm Honestly, sorry. I didn't think she oh, was no, no. coming back. So just just the fact that we got her for those two episodes, uh, that caught me off guard. I'm like, oh wow, she's still alive. Well, she's not now, but at the time she was still alive. And uh, oh yeah, the epic hand job too. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, can we talk about Anthony <laughs> Star's bedside manner? Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, yeah. Bro, he's not he turned on by whole... Third Reich stuff, though. You know? Yeah, he went through the whole process of like lowering or was it raising the bed too? And I was like, oh no, not yeah. this man. That's what made that scene so good. Is like while he's talking, he's setting the scene, right? He's like, the, the bed's moving. He's like, and then I hated this. <laughs> I'm like. How can you add sociopath? You find out she only has one hand left. Uh, Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, But no, until further notice, I'm going to pretend that that was a fake out and she's somewhere still alive until, and they're going to bring her back to. Until you see like an on screen death, basically, you're saying? Yeah. And at least, I mean, that would have even been cool, even if they would have had that too. Like, have her actually see her like tongue, like, and then like have the blood all come out. Yeah. I mean, you know, they went all out with all this other stuff. So, such a great villain to have her just die off screen like, yeah she's dead like uh that was that was a throat but, but go ahead got, do you agree with uh, you that sorry jump no, on no, in go ahead, go ahead. okay so i completely agree with you that her death was unceremonious and it would have been probably better if they had shown it for us but i also feel like it completely made sense for her character to do that because sure. in her last moment there with homelander like not only the state that she was in but then like what he was saying about how he doesn't want a master race he thinks he's the master race like her her last glimmer of hope gone so it, it completely makes sense to me that she million dollar babied herself mm. Yeah. Go on, go ahead, Dion. I think no, I was, about to say something. Yeah, I was just gonna add, like, I don't know if you if you guys watched any of the preseason stuff on YouTube, but mm. there was a lot of preseason videos. But like, mm. I figured she her character was gonna be minimized in some way to make room because when you watch the videos that they post on YouTube, you okay. get a good feeling for who Soldier Boy is, and he's gonna be a very different type of character, a different type of villain. And I was just like, you know, um, just seeing his character, his character is gonna be big and so yeah. i was like you know you just need to she she played her part and you just need to slide her across so that now you can have him and homeland or whatever that dynamics yeah be, which i'm super I, excited to see i just think that's my writer brain thinking like oh she could be like darth vader and come back and have like one eye laser beat or some crazy nonsense <laughs> no, but so fun, fun fact on soldier boy 
So the actor that plays Soldier Boy ad originally auditioned for Captain America and lost to Chris Evans. <laughs> that yeah, is isn't, it, isn't it Jensen Ackles, bro? Isn't <laughs> so it Jensen Ackles? Like, I heard he has. Fuck you to Marvel. Like the actor. Isn't it Jensen Ackles though? Am I tripping? Yeah. Yeah, it is, right? Oh, Jensen Ackles? Guys, bro, Jensen Ackles, bro. I'm surprised you don't know him. He's um, like most known for Supernatural. Oh yeah, I don't watch that show. That's like basically all he's known for. So if you don't watch Supernatural, wasn't he? I think he was in. He also has voice actor work as Red Hood and Batman and stuff in a couple of the animated films. Oh, that's cool. And he was in. Like the only reason I know about him is was because I knew him from Smallville. I'm a huge Smallville fan, and around the same time Smallville was shown, obviously Supernatural was shown as well. Well, I was gonna say I'm glad Dion brought up the preseason stuff, but specifically like. The idea that they they basically let us know Stormfront is gone, so that Soldier Boy could come in. It's also so that uh, Victoria could come in. We're we're gonna see how big her role truly is this season. We know it is gonna be massive, but like we we've seen that before with season one. I'm completely forgetting her name. I'm I'm so sorry. Pop but the claw. way that what not not Popclaw Cindy the, huh Cindy the lady that uh, Homelander had the had the milk thing for. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What was her name? She was she. I, I don't know why I'm forgetting. She was the main baddie, right? Madeline, yeah. She was the main bad, and then it transitioned to Stormfront, and we had like Stan as like that secondary one, and now I think it's gonna be Victoria with Soldier Boy. We're gonna see how many episodes he's in, yeah. and then also Stan is always in the background in backdrop now as well. So we'll see how they balance that. Yeah, I wanted to thank Dion for. I'm gonna check that stuff out since I didn't really know. I don't oh. think I, I don't think I looked at the other stuff. Isn't there other stuff in the season too? Like in the, um, like extra stuff. There's tons of stuff because they did a, but in the mid season they did a whole like news show. So I mean, I, there has to be at least ten episodes where they're like, mm-hmm. it was everything like the ongoing saga of where Stormfront and Homeland is there's tons of episodes. You guys check it YouTube, out. YouTube it's on YouTube it's, the boys. It's on the Vaught channel. Vaught has a whole channel on YouTube. Yes. Wow. See that thank you. Thank you. So, so the That's last awesome. thing they put out was a PSA from Soldier <clears throat> Boy from 1984. And it's it's hilarious. You gotta check it out. Yeah. Mm. Is that the one where he's pretending to do the the whole Captain America sitting in the chair telling you yeah. But then they did the bloopers or the outtakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? I don't even like children. I, I had a big, uh, <laughs> my uh, big thing about Soldier Boy, just a theory out there. I think when they show him getting carried away by the Russians, I think he went willingly. I'm just, I'm throwing that out there. I'm throwing it out there. There's going to be some kind of twist. I think he uh, went, he went with Russia willingly. You know what? It's like kind of like how Captain America was with uh, Hydra, like a twist like that. Like a, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe that could be a plan. If, if, if they do another another bot type thing, um, like showcase, you know how they did the the whole movie, the Seven, and all that. If they yeah. do one with Soldier Boy, I think it would be hilarious because they brought Char- Charlize Theron to play Stormfront. I think it'd be funny if they actually brought Soldier Boy. To play Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, the rapper yeah. Soldier Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, just dawned me. So we actually got, we found out what happened to Black Noir and his and his. Uh, yeah. Skin. I was yeah. yeah okay, I was so yeah. surprised that, that was we even saw him without the mask and he was talking. I, soon I was as, like, whoa. Soon as he was like, 
I'm not wearing no fucking mask. Like I and I fu I fucking knew I'm like something's gonna happen to his fucking face. Exactly. <laughs> not just that, but not only that his face was damaged, but his brain was damaged too. So that's why he's under control by Bob because he's they're controlling his mind and they're covering up his face. See, I was What's confused the, by yeah. that. So yeah, any any insight, I'm I'm down for. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say the the point you brought up with the the brain damage thing. I was like. It insinuates a lot of something much darker because it's clear to him and Stan, like they knew each other and they had some sort of relationship with each other, whether it was like a brotherly one or something else. Yeah. So the fact that it's Stan, I'm not going to say Vault, it's Stan that's probably controlling him. I'm like, that's really like you're already a messed up dude, but that's yeah. even going way farther. That entire scene, the way it was cut was beautiful because it's like you have the first part of the story and then it's like, you know, uh, uh, Homa or not Homa, or fucking um, Mallory, right? Or, no, Butcher's just like, uh, hold on, I need to take a piss. Hold yeah, that yeah. And, <laughs> that yeah. and also the arc with the mask, how he didn't want it. And then like, it was kind of sad. It was like, oh, now I want the mask because yeah. at, at first he was like, no, I want to I show my face. And then like, obviously, yeah, because they show him reaching like when he was in the he was like reaching for his helmet like, right like, because that was the whole yeah. that was his whole thing was like i want to be seen i want them to know who i am and see my beautiful face and then it was destroyed and that's why yeah. i wanted it yeah. so that that was like kind of heart-wrenching for me you know just, it was more. yeah can i just say how cold-blooded i thought it was like he's reaching for the mask he's all yeah. jacked up and yeah. i was like just like kick it to him sister just give it to him and she just yeah. looks at him like yeah, she's pissed because they did the stupid shit that they did. That whole scene was like, wow, look at how incompetent they are and how incompetent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't, and Lori Holden, you know, I mean, you can't, when you thought you couldn't hate her anymore, as Crimson Countess, it's like, oh my God, you're so Oh funny. God, yeah. <laughs> they, they specifically casted her too. They know like we couldn't stand Andrea or any of that. So they're like, oh, Lori Holden, they'll instantly despise her. <laughs> I, I want to say something else, but first, I don't know if Guardian went. Go ahead, if you had anything to share. Jump in there, Kush. I was going to say, it relates to what, uh, who is this, Scott put in the chat? I don't think that, he says, I don't think that's Black Noir, at least it's not the same one as present. It definitely popped in my mind, the idea of the unreliable narrator, which, mm -hmm. for those of you that mm -hmm. don't know, it's like, mm -hmm. when a story yeah. is told from a certain someone, you can't believe what they're saying. And I don't think it's out. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Grace Mallory is definitely a candidate that could be an unreliable narrator. So what, one idea that popped in my mind is like, is she even telling the whole truth? Like, is this actually what happened? Oh. Right. Like, well, and with that comes like the Black Noir thing. Uh, part of me thinks that because I'm like, it could he could have died. They probably could have replaced him with a robot or something. But that's a little bit far fetched. But just with how stuff went down, because I'm like, nowhere in her story did we actually get what happened to soldier boy which was the whole right. point of her telling the story in the first place right yeah uh yeah there could be amendments to the story that's an interesting perspective like if we get another flashback of like what really happened that could be an interesting idea like that yeah hmm. and i know we're kind of bouncing around here but uh the ending to season or to episode one was amazing with head popper mm -hmm. that that death was Yes, and I like the oh, fact that uh, <laughs> covering her eyes, because the moment her eyes are open, you know you're fucked. So yeah. that was kind of a cool thing that she can't use her powers unless her eyes are open and they're getting foggy and whatever. And like, mm. yeah, I thought that was cool. And it was just a cool little twist that, you know, just seeing Huey's reaction, like, oh shit, 
Yeah. Well, like now I need to go back to Butcher's Way. It was it was kind of a cool little epiphany that you know Huey had and, and a revelation that he had. You know, so that was yeah. kind of cool that you know Huey went back to being Huey of old, where he's kind of like Butcher's bitch again. You know. And I do like the the, the element where. Huey realizes he needs to go back to Butcher's way, and Butcher's like, no, maybe I should tone myself down, and then they kind of butt heads there for a second, and then they go, okay, well, I guess we're going to Butcher's way then. So Man, was- I, I, was, I was actually rooting so hard for Butcher to, to tone down, because like, he was thinking about um, Ryan, and, and then obviously we saw what happened there in episode three. Yeah. And also well, like and- the fact that we're getting a mother's milk, like, origins. Like, we're getting the, the, mm-hmm. what, what, you know what's going on with him, and I'm still kind of trying to figure it out too. So like, so his family was killed by Soldier Boy, um, but they're not 100% clear on it yet. But I think we're gonna find out. I'm guessing. So. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody remember what information that they did mention in season two about that? Because they mentioned something. Unless I'm tripping. I don't think they mentioned anything. About I don't remember anything. Um, well, you, are you talking about with uh, with Butcher's partner there? And I'm yeah, talking about with yeah, um, M.M. Yeah. yeah, didn't they say, like, Soldier Boy killed his father or something? Was that in season two? I remember I in season two when they yeah, were talking to the lady that knew, that's uh, when season that knew two, Stormfront. That's when yeah, he was saying something about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's why I'm like, we did get a little bit of something in season two that I would have really wished they restated or was in the recap that was at the very beginning of the season, but I can't remember what it was. The biggest thing would have been if, you know, the manila folded and he hands Butcher. If we got to see that, we'd be able to know the backstory because that had it all in there. But they don't show any of it. Yeah, and, and I think and his family was the one that said you need to go back to Butcher. You know, I thought that was mm-hmm. a cool little. Uh, it's cool that man. I'm so sad the- that they broke him and Monica, bro. I'm sorry. Why they do that, bro? There was no need to do that, and I'm just saying. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and then and then you saw um what's his name I forgot I forgot the the new guy um the stepdad now that dude's a Homelander complete fan because when Homelander yeah. went off at the end of episode two you saw him in front of the TV he was That's enamored great. Mm-hmm. great irony um I I did want to say I want to go back a little bit because I just want to make a comment that um to what you said about Valerie. Uh, I want to say that uh, Huey is the most luckiest, unlucky person in the world. I mean, the fact that he was there at the right place, right time to see everything happen. I, I was curious about how they were going to do that because that was the biggest like um, cliffhanger from season two where we're like, oh, no, now Huey's worked for him. Oh, no, what's going to How are they going to do it? And they're just like, oh, he's going to see. He's going to stumble upon it. Like, thank God he did because it could have been, you know, his head could explode at any moment. So, um, Not just that. Re- the fact that she's the what the stepdaughter of uh, yeah. Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah, ba- ba- like, basically adopted, right? Yeah. Now here's my thing: adopted. Are we? I'm, am I reading too much into this, or because of the way season I was about to say season episode three ended with all um, now Starlight pretending to be with Homelander, which was that came out of nowhere, and I was like, yeah, that's an interesting idea, Homelander, for well, basically the, you know like as punishment or something. The, he's trying to fix his image, and that the. You know, I think no. I think he's. I think he's doing it completely to make her life look miserable. But I'm just saying, well, they specifically his, wants, directly wants before that they yeah. said that they're as a couple they pull way higher. So ninety eight percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also she's trying well, to hang was, on. Oh no. Go yeah. 
I was just going to say, what I was going to say is that from episode one, we had a lot of romantic tension between Victoria and Huey. And I was like, what if he does something similar to try and, I don't know, get more information out of her now that Starlight is publicly with home? And it was a known yeah. relationship between Starlight and Huey. What if he now tries to do the same thing with Victoria? Because there's be been tension there since don't. episode one. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that would fall in line with what I think about Starlight because I think Starlight is just hanging on for dear life. Like, I need to do anything I can to stall Homelander, to stall so they can get the bomb. Because they did have the discussion before with Huey. Like, we need to get this weapon. So, Huey doing that would just be like, I also need to stall so that Victoria doesn't start blowing everybody's head off. Um, Yeah. So, they're both kind of in dire straits. I really wanted to talk about Starlight in episode three um, because for me, like, I I love the show and I love how they're handling everything. Um, So this is not a critique. This is just commentary. Um, For me, like, her being sexually assaulted by the deep and then them bringing him back in. Like I felt that in my heart of hearts, like when he, he tried to bring in the dolphin and shit. I, for me, if I were a superhero, I'd be like, no, I would have homelandered his ass and like popped off his head or something. There'd be no way. And, and she sucks it up and she clenches her little fist and she kisses homelander in the end. And she, she's doing everything she can like you were saying, to kind of hang in there and just stall him a little bit. And fuck, if Starlight is not a real one for doing this, she's the only fucking hero in this show at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think think Maeve has had a little bit of a... a, She's the one that's like going through the most shit, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Although, although I was gonna say I'd probably throw yeah, yeah. Maeve in there. She's had a little bit of a redemption well, since we learned about his story, her yeah, story in like season two. I, no, yeah, I have a rebuttal to that. That's what I was gonna say. Go ahead, go ahead. She's, she's not in this at all, and that was a disappointment to me. She was in it one scene, which yeah, that we'll talk about too. With the V twenty four, well, the V twenty four. Yeah, we'll talk about that or whatever it's called. Oh, that was with um, the deep. He did yeah, have deep, to. Uh, he did have to. You know, he had to pay. The piper with that. Yeah. He had to eat his friend. R.I.P. R.I.P. The square. Was it Kevin? No, that was I didn't think it was funny. Kevin. I, I yeah, was like, yeah, that, that was the same I one know. that he was looking I was at, bro. I was sad for him and not too. Yeah, exactly. It was the same one. He's looking at the octopus on the glass. Timothy. Yeah. Like, oh, Timothy. Yeah. That's the day. Timothy, and, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Holander makes him eat him. He's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to say this, though. Yo, props to the writers of the show for making me feel bad for somebody that was as scummy as the deep in season yeah. one. Because everything that okay. his his story arc was from season two, where I'm like, this man is in a cult. And now in season three, I'm like, I I think that he's so mentally messed up, bro. I, I honestly think that, I don't know. I feel like he might be a character that might die in the next couple of seasons. I'm going to keep it real um. with you. <laughs> Go, you, you go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. No, you first, I, was just, I was gonna say something that Kush just hit on that I just kind of want to echo is the mastery of writing. Because I went back before this and watched the last episode of season two, and you know that's the one where I was still front gets blown away, and it, mm-hmm. it like I had forgotten how like captivating that scene was where she's just half dead and she's speaking in German Homelander's crying and I was like oh I'd forgotten about this like someone who was so who's a Nazi right I have no sympathy for and I'm sitting there like okay cool let's get past this and then I went on to the first you know episode of season three 
the writers have this great ability to take people who are just terrible and put them in these moments where you're like, oh, like you feel bad for, you know? And that to and, me is and that, that even goes back to season one with the character whose name I forgot literally again after she was stated when she was like put in the position between her and her baby, like in the, fi- in the finale of season one. Like they've been yeah. doing it for a while now. Yes, very good, and they're so good at it. Amazon, it's just, they, they have like freedom over at Amazon, you know. Like, yeah, I feel like there's more like Amazon just hands these the keys over to these writers more so. Than yeah, the other they just give them the resources, them. man. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, shout out to that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna bring up shout out to Seth Rogen and all that for all the things that they've done. I mean, yeah. Preacher, Invincible, and this, and also Garthinas or Enesrinas, whichever you want to pronounce it. Uh, you reminded me about the deep because if you guys had all seen Preacher, I don't know if you had seen it. There's the character R Space with the, the shotgun and all that stuff. That's who the deep kind of reminds me of, of like a character who he's like off to the side, comic relief. Uh, he started out really big, but like he's just in the background and you know, kind of just uh, there to be comic relief and ha- go through all this horrible stuff. And maybe he'll come back around, but like you said, maybe he'll be dead. Um, I don't know the actor's name. I like the only actor's name I truly know is Anthony Starr. But the, whoever the actor for the Deep is is great on Twitter as well because there were Crawford. a lot of people. Chase Crawford, you said? Yes. Thank yeah. you. There were a lot of people coming at Crawford on Twitter because they were like, "Why are you mocking Aquaman?" And I'm like, first of all, these are dumb fans. But second of all, that's exactly <laughs> what he's trying to do." And he replied with that. He was like, "Thank you. That means I'm doing my job right." Yeah. <laughs> So, um, just uh, I, so this is a question someone just kind of brought up too. Like, was there any explanation for where Maeve is during like any of this? Did uh, something I missed or no? No, it's it's really just that she's kind of doing her own thing. I think mm-hmm. uh, it was either Josh or Guardian that said it where it's like she's not involved. She's not really directly involved so far in the season. How many episodes we're gonna get? I want to say eight. it's like eight, we're eight. right? Yeah. We're like basically halfway through. She's not, yeah, yeah she's not directly involved, but she's obviously helping out Butcher in a lot of ways. She's been his inside informant and whatnot, so her her role has been lessened a lot. But it makes sense because we're getting new characters whose roles are big, and then we're also getting characters like. Uh, like Victoria, who's not necessarily new, but they're going to take up a huge part of the Red, story. Red so all the, all the people have to be pushed to the back. Yeah. Red Crimson. And <laughs> we're, we're probably going to see Soldier, what, Soldier Boy in the oh. flash next t- tonight, actually. Oh, yeah. Which, my God, like, oh, my God. he's So So I'm getting the impression they, they want Soldier Boy to fight Homelander. Is that what they're trying to do? Like, is that what they're <clears> I don't know. They're trying to pull mm. I don't think so. Can we all say what are we talking about right now? So the impression that I got is that uh, like Butcher and his team, they think that Soldier Boy is dead right now. So they think that there was a weapon down there that killed Soldier Boy. So if it's powerful enough to kill Soldier Boy, who at that time, you know, is basically the Homelander of that era, Mm -hmm. they're thinking we can use this against Homelander. So they're going to go to Russia and hunt him down and they're going to find out that he's alive and it's probably going to, you know, shake things up completely at that point. Right. I'm, I'm with you there 100%. And that's where I was going to say, Jay, I don't know if off of that you're saying they're going to try and get him to fight Homelander. But from everything we're seeing, he looks like a really just bad guy in his own right. So he might just be out for himself. But I'm, I'm completely with Guardian on that uh I don't know even know theory prediction is what I call it. I'm with her on that prediction. It would be kind of fire if they do somehow convince him to fight Homelander. But if we're going to be real, 
That would be like the penultimate fight. I feel like the thing they're building up now with the introduction of V24 is Butcher, the 1v1 yeah. of Butcher and Homelander. Well, yeah. also with the assist from another superhero, good old Ryan is going to come back, I think, too, in the end and save the day. I need to too, see him and Butcher. No, that's what my Butcher writer brain is thinking, him. too. But yeah. also my writer brain is also thinking of uh, Maeve, the reason why they're not showing her as much because then they're going to also bring her in as like a, not a deus ex machina, but also kind of like a, all right, me too. I'm also in there. So I think it will be the collective of all of those, Ryan, Butcher, whoever else, and somebody to bring down Victoria and Homelander. Mm. Yeah. One thing that was glossed over in this was uh, the, his sidekick's powers there, the soldier boy's sidekick there. Gunpowder? The, uh, the, yeah. Gunpowder. The, uh, <laughs> The shot that he takes there where it bounces off and then yeah. hits him in the cheek and everything, that was masterful. Y'all that was saw awesome. That with, uh, that with was dead shot. Yeah, they were making fun of dead shot. Yep. That was a dead yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, oh, wanted you're talking about? Yeah, that wanted, shit? bro. Uh, where you could bend wanted, bullets? Yeah, that was that hilarious. Movie. This all I hated that movie. It was so, so stupid. The, especially the ending with like, oh, we're all, I didn't want to get into that. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah um, but no, yeah, that was the dead shot. Like, uh, ripped. Yeah. yeah that and seeing Butcher use the powers for, for once. That was cool, too. <laughs> this, is a, this is a part of the show that I really love, right? So you have these heroes that have existed. You know, some of them, obviously, they're, they've been around a long time. So he's now this Second Amendment fanatic, right? <laughs> Surrounded by Republicans, like, you gotta have your guns. And I was like, this is so great. Like, I love, I love that scene. I was like, this is perfect. So ridiculous. I think it's funny how they have jabs at both sides. They just yeah, yeah that's yeah. what's important. Yeah. 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 Like it. Side, yeah. I like that. You know? Like Homelander's political party, they're taking both shots yeah. at Marvel and DC. Like nobody's yes. safe from this show. Which exactly. which is what makes it great. But like <laughs> yeah. Homelander's speech, yo. Though, like, when he snapped, I was like, it was something ripped straight off of 4chan. Like, he was like, they're trying to keep me, like, what would he say? Like, um, they're basically trying to make him unfertilized or something like that. Something, something along those lines are trying to weaken him. my power. Exactly. I'm like, yo, this is straight off of 4chan, bro. <laughs> 4chan. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm going to tell you about, um, maybe this is going to be a little too close to home, but I have family members, um, like certain type of white people um, who legit think that like white men are the most persecuted people in this country right now. And the the shit coming out of Homelander's mouth, it it hit close to home. I was like, Mm. there's there's somebody out there who thinks like this. A hundred percent. Like, oh my God, the male demographic uh, 25 to 45 has gone up like 90%. Mm -hmm. Yes, they love it. Minorities have Mm -hmm. dropped and they're like, but we don't care. That's the demographic we want, and whatever. Like, I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. that's also funny because Malcolm, uh, um, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, he was also in uh, Preacher, the uh, the black guy. Uh, yeah. uh, I forget his name, but uh, he was the one that was like part of the team. Like, no, we need to do this. Yeah. Oh, he's also he also doesn't buy a trains bullshit of the Africa stuff that he's trying to do. Well, or nobody did. <laughs> no, <one laughs> no, but yeah. but, uh, but it was funny that Malcolm was like, "What are you talking about, dude?" Like. Um, I don't even remember what it was. Uh, he where he was like he was like I'm trying to get back in with my roots, and then he did the costume redesign and stuff. Like nobody was buying that. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Take that. I, 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 
Yeah, and speaking of A Train, I think it's hilarious. Homelander and A Train, the little uh, banter that they got going on. Yeah, drop the milkshake, fat ass. You know, I don't know if you call <laughs> it banter. It was pretty one sided. No, that was the, that was the beginning of his like I'm yeah. fucking getting pissed at this shit. Yeah. Now Wait, do we do we still know? Uh, do do we find out what Supersonic's powers are? I'm, I still know what no. that man's powers is. No. So what I, the impression I got is that he's basically like a um cheaper version of homelander like he's got super speed super strength oh yeah he's still no match for homelander (laughs) i thought he was gonna be like dazzler like he has music powers like my music is so good my boy band (laughs) music (laughs) and it's just like some lame shit yeah yeah you think think with a super Mm. sonic name like that he'd be speedster like a train but that's what i that's what i I was thinking i think it would be funnier if he was just like "Uh, my music is so great and it inspires people that's my superpower. Also, uh, going back to what Pretty Guardian, uh, Pretty Guardian mentioned earlier with uh, Starlight, I like how Starlight's trying to convince Supersonic, like, do not take the position mm. of Seven. Like, you mm-hmm. will die. You don't want to be here. Like, she's being very selfless. Like, I, you know, like she's looking out, for, you know, for her ex-lover, saying, "Look, I know, you know, whatever it is between us, but I don't want you here. And it's not that I don't want you here. It's because I don't want you to die." Sorry. Like, well, they're yeah. friends now as well. I wouldn't even use the the label ex-lover they are friends now so she's just looking out for somebody yeah. that she cares for in general mm-hmm. and i will say you know what uh, kind of it's oh well it's half good on him but also half stupid because he said but half good on him because you know he he was like i'm not gonna let you go through all of this alone and it's clear that she needs somebody else to be there you know in support yeah, yeah. uh pre r.i.p to supersonic goodbye yeah i think he's gonna yeah uh, yeah, just yeah. to touch no, on what pretty oh go ahead Joe oh, go for it go for it no I was just say just to touch on what pretty guardian said I I damn near fell out of my chair when uh which is late in the episode but when Homelander's like I'm like Martin Luther King I was like oh god right I was, I, I was laughing I think so I hard a bit. I, said that. I damn near fell out of my chair <laughs> I was like, this is so, it's so absurd, but it's so great because there are people who like actually think that way, you know, like it's just such a great, they've taken pop culture and social issues and social commentary Mm -hmm. and just brought them into these characters so masterfully, um, which is one of the reasons I really enjoy it because like lines like that, I was just like. Yeah. And I know it's horrors. There was that line too where he said. I, I kind of think they're trying to outdo the whole Peacemaker thing because they did the same thing in Peacemaker. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> mm. Were you going to say Pretty Guardian? I'm sorry. It was in that same scene, I think, that you were talking about. He he said that he was speaking truth to power. And I'm sitting there <laughs> thinking, motherfucker, you are power. Like, what are you talking about? People should yes. be speaking truth to you. But you're too fucking sensitive to hear it. It was absurd, absurd, it's, but hilarious. But hilarious. I was yeah. dying laughing <laughs> the whole scene. I was like, and then he tells him to eat Timothy. And now you eat that fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> one, one funny part that was like a really small part and you almost miss it is uh, Huey getting his arm broken. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That was, that oh, was yeah. crazy. No, 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 no. No. Break well, it we here. We haven't talked about break. Kamiko and the female. <laughs> like, first and foremost, mm-hmm. oh my God, can I just gush about Karen Fukuhara real quick like she's so she's precious like like don't be wrong she was like hot suicide squad but she had a mask on the whole fucking time and her face is a work of art you know so Mm -hmm. like I really like the fact like I really like that scene where they're at the theme park Botland 
Uh, and she like wants to go on the roller coaster. She's like, I never had a childhood. Like, let me do this roller coaster. I know we got a job to do, but can I please do this? Because we never had a childhood. And then like the other fucking thing was like, um, the fucking bot line. I'm sorry, but it was funny. Woke walk. And fucking yeah. LBG, yeah. L, was it LBGQ? Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. Um, it was like a sandwich thing, yeah. And then there's oh, BLM uh, BLTs. Yeah. Like, that's what I was saying. Yeah, is the jokes on both sides, so it doesn't get like it doesn't get obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just showing bot like a typical corporation. Like, okay, we need to make everybody happy. Let's do this, this, and that. And the thing that's really crazy about this season is we're actually really seeing how powerful Bot is. And now we're seeing the revelation that they also control the government. They control the businesses. They, they basically controlled everything because of because we find out that connection between, you know, the step, you know, the adopted daughter of, um, you know, Nadia being the adopted daughter of Giancarlo Esposito. Like, like yeah. it just shows like the Bot is fucking it's, like Joe. It's like Resident Evil. It's like Umbrella. You know, like yeah, but I, like I think thinking about it now, I think because they brought like okay, well, there's a there's an amusement park and this and that. I think Vaude is supposed to be Disney. Disney Plus, you don't get more on the nose than that. Oh, good point. Good yeah, point, there's all those though. damn channels. Every Disney like a bot yeah. channel and a bot, you know, sci-fi channel. All this yeah, stuff I'd too. say I'd say even before the um the amusement park, like. There was only one conglomerate that was as big as Vault was supposed to be, and it was it was Disney. And then, like yeah. I said, like the the like the icing on the cake was the Vault Plus thing. I'm like, there's only one streaming service that ends with a plus. No Paramount yeah. Plus, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus. Wow. Yeah. Nobody nobody cares Paramount about Paramount Plus, Plus bro. Hey, oh, yo, 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 you're just, hold on, hold on. Cush South Park's on there, brother. Because of Halo on Paramount Plus, and you're so bitter about that shit. Yeah, Halo is Halo's not that good, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Though. South good Park. Good lord. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's I all know, I'm going with. I'm excited for that Beavis and Butthead on Paramount Plus. That oh, oh yeah. okay. I'll check that out. Yeah. Universe, Sorry, that's going to be great. Right? I'm excited for that. <laughs> so I, I'll Pass. keep Paramount Plus for a little longer. Thank you very much. It's only five bucks. It's just saying. Um, Paramount mm -hmm. Plus, you can, you know, if you want to sponsor Nerd Cage Live, I'll be happy to. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't you have a band with them. money. Halo season two coming soon. <laughs> I want to circle back and talk about the female for just like another moment here. Yes, I really loved the scene that she had with Ryan where he was talking about like, you know, do you hate your superpowers? And mm. she was like typing on her phone, like, yes, I hate them. I wish I never had them. I, I felt like there was a really good moment there of connection because like you were saying, Jay, she never had her childhood and here she is playing connect for with a little kid and um he's also you know never really got to speak to anybody other than homelander who has powers like him so i, I felt like that was a really important moment and i i kind of want to see more of that pairing um it, and it might never happen but i really enjoyed that scene yeah and it, was, and it broke my heart when butcher you know was me yeah. that, that, that broke my heart yeah. i'm not gonna lie because like mm -hmm. it was heartwarming seeing the two of them together and embracing each other and then to go from that to, you know, you killed me wife and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like it, yeah. it is hard to watch. And that's, that's the thing. The show sticks. Do that impression much. again. What? <laughs> oh, the Australian one accent. One You know, sorry. I, my, 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 <laughs> I can't do a fucking British accent to save my life. Um, 
But yeah, like, yeah, no, it's just, it's powerful shit, because it's like, it, it just, it, it, it tucks the heart, it's like, oh, damn, man, you really had to do that to me. It got me wondering, though, it, it, was he doing that because he really resents the kid, or was he doing that because, you know, he's getting addicted to Compound V, and he doesn't want him to know I'm half hours now? Yeah, it's like heroin, man. There's side effects. There's behavior changes and shit. You know, it's like yeah. drugs fucking change you like that, and Compound V, or this temper, or this V V24, I think it's called, right? V24, yeah. So that's like yeah. a fucking, it's a fucking drug, but there's, and, and, he's, and even Giancarlo Esposito said like, we don't know, we're still working out the kinks, the side effects and this, this and that, mm -hmm. it hasn't been approved or nothing yet, so. And I, I mean, I think it's a mixture of both because we saw the side effects of the regular compound beat that A-Train had in season one, like he had his side effects, obviously, um, Oh man, I forgot what his girlfriend's name was before she died. She had her side effects as well. Oh, yeah. But I think it's Pop Lock. I think it was a mixture of side effects and also um, he's trying to push Ryan away, like Joe was saying, because yes. I feel like Butcher knows he's about to go and commit some like war crimes that's going to yeah. be broadcasted around the world. And he's not trying to have Ryan still be attached to him while he goes and do does all yeah. of that stuff. So he's pushing him away now before it's probably even harder on the kid when he like looks on the news and he says a butcher kills Homelander or something like that. You know, like he, cause he's becoming Homelander to go beat Homelander. Man, and safety too. Like maybe there's a part of him that's, you know, cares about his safety, you know, like, yeah, oh, I mean, I he, he, you saw him struggling in the bathroom, right? To control yeah. the laser eyes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Scott's being mean in the chat. He said, "He says I don't care for the kid. He doesn't bring anything to the story. I want to see him get pushed off a roof again." Scott, you motherfucker! Love it, love it. You Scott, he'll be flying next time. You see? <laughs> I was gonna say there was just that that very quick moment where he's like, "Your heart rate's up." And your blood smells weird. I'm like, oh yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. That's, he's already there. <laughs> I actually I that, thought he was yeah. I thought he was looking through him with X-ray vision. We don't know if does Homelander have that because I thought that's what he was doing first before he spoke. Yeah, and I was does. like, does he yeah. does he, he does physically see the drug inside his bloodstream? Is that what he was seeing? Possibly. I think that's what yeah, I think yeah. that's what but, we were getting at. Like I think they were doing the whole Superman thing, you know, and he yeah. could take through everything. Oh so, yeah. So, Again, my cynical writer brain is like, you're going to forget about Ryan and Maeve and all these characters until the very finale where they're like, all right, everybody, we need you. Like that endgame portals moment where everybody's yep. going to come and stop home later. But um, what else is it? Oh, I want to do the show out. No, good. And I was going to say, it's, it's funny that like, they, they touch upon all the stuff that's in like Marvel movies and DC movies and stuff. And yeah. going forward, they're going to have to bring stuff that's, in the movies that are current right now and wouldn't it be funny like you said that you know you thought maybe storm stormbreaker or whatever would come back it would our stormfront um wouldn't it be funny if they did a play on the whole zombie thing <laughs> yeah, yeah that could be a two yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, one thing i expected to see one thing I expected to see that was a big part of season two that we haven't seen yet, and I'm guessing we're not going to see it because we're basically halfway through season three, was the soup terrorist angle. 
then mm-hmm. did that that kind of just disappeared or was there sort of a conclusion last mm-hmm. season that I'm just forgetting? I think that was more like a plot device to be like there it are It was more like evil, a plot device. There are evil I, people that we need to stop because last season we learned that they they were distributing Compound V worldwide. Oh, yeah. So I'm like that doesn't just go away. It's still being distributed. Yeah, worldwide. he's still trying to weaponize it. He had the meeting. Yeah. Edgar had the meeting with the guy. So uh, So I'm like do we see that come this- back cuz that was that was a huge part of season 2. That was supposed to be the sell to get Compound V into the military. Mm-hmm. But now you're seeing why. Like, so this flashback shows you why they won't allow soups yeah, in the military. Because the soups can't fight with the military. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just had an epiphany. I just had an epiphany. So that, so maybe Soldier Boy would be a big part of that when he comes in yeah. and try to make sure that it is in the military to give it, oh, let's give it another go or something like that. Because I feel like we could all agree there is no quote unquote weapon that killed Soldier Boy. Like, that's made up. Yeah. I don't think there is a weapon capable of killing him or, or, uh, or Homelander. Yeah, and it's yeah. like a false victory thing. Them searching for that MacGuffin that doesn't even exist. That's yeah. Or maybe they'll do a do a reverse. Maybe it didn't work properly. Uh, see, I'm coming up with all these crazy theories. And then they'll find a way to make it work now, this weapon. See, I keep thinking back to, like, all the parody stuff and everything. And it's like, oh, they yeah. really wanna, if they really want to hit the Captain America stuff home, it's like, you know, are they going to say he time traveled back to the 50s? Are they going to say he was frozen? Given that Stormfront survived like 70 years and she looks fine, I feel like they're, they're going to use some whatever explanation kind of similar to Stormfront if we see uh, Soldier Boy. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm more intrigued because I'm imagining if there's Vought here in America, then if they go to Russia, there's some variant of that company, right? There's a, some Russian variant. So you're going to see a whole Competition? new... The Shield Hydra. The Shield a Hydra. A new slew of superheroes. Nice. I, I mean, maybe there's someone not equal, but a similar power to Homeland, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's a possibility somewhere else in the world that we don't know about. So I'm kind of intrigued by that. Uh the only thing on my list that we didn't go over is I want to mention it because it was awesome to me. Uh, the group home for the soups with it was like shot like a horror movie with that kid the that teleports. River? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When they go back to find out about her, the kid that teleports, shout out to him for being like extra creepy and pointing Terrifying. to the, the TV and like not looking. Maybe they'll do something with that where they bring all those kids in too, you know, like yeah, because there's all these great characters. I don't want them to go to waste, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, it'd be funny if they went to like well, they went like the X Men route and found out it's like an Xavier House type thing. That that's what it kind of was yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Jay knows how angry I was about this. That scene is what the New Mutant should have been, right? Yeah. It was, was like yeah. really. Thank you, Dion. Really I was creepy scene. Somebody would bring up the New Mutant. Yes. Was so, New Mutants, like like so funny story. Like it was the peak of the pandemic. I actually drove. Mm-hmm. Two and a half, no, two and a half hours to Pennsylvania to watch yeah. New Mutants and what's that movie uh, about the time, the, the reverse time travel? Uh, Tenet. Yeah, I, I did the yeah, same I watched, thing. I watched. Yeah, Tenet. I know we're in the same boat, bro. Yeah, I watched <laughs> Tenet and New Mutants out of state because of uh, the closure and whatnot. I'm watching mm-hmm. New Mutants like, like oh my god, this this could have been good. Like could've everything been great. was there for this movie to be great, and they just you could see where they messed with it. And the thing that sucked was I love. All those characters, they were all four of those characters were great, but the movie mm. was chopped up so weirdly, and 
Oh my god, what a disappointment. It really was. My brain was like, oh, I'm in a theater in the middle of 2020. Yay! Like, that was all I cared Same thing with Tenet, where I was like, I don't care what was on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, this was like. like, I drove to Connecticut. That was my. It was like two hours. yeah. I, no regrets. As bad as those movies, both of those, I didn't oh, yeah. like kind of either. As bad as both of those <laughs> movies were, no regrets yeah. because it was quite an adventure. I'm like, this may be the one and last time I get to go to the movies, you know? This could be my last time going to the movies. Oh. Yeah. But but that scene was what that movie should have been, right? Yeah. And the scene was yeah. super short, but it was creepy. You had the kid kind of glitching in and out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's like weird, you know? The and tone you, too, you know? The yes. tone, the, the contrast. It yes. Like yeah. And you see the characters are all, they're all weirded out. They were like, what the yeah. fuck? Is- <laughs> Like I loved it. I loved that one little snippet of a scene, and I I kept thinking about the new mutants the whole time. Like, that's that movie. Should have. I, <laughs> I don't share the that. same sentiment as you guys. I think I think they should just realize, oh, this is a giant turd, and we should just not do it, put it out at all. But I don't know. But you guys are seem more hopeful for it. I hate a new mutants. I I, me and Jay have talked about this at length. The okay. idea of a horror movie. Yeah. Like an actual horror movie sure, that involves sure. superheroes, to me, is fascinating. Yeah. And yeah. that's what the new muse was supposed to be. But Dr. Doctor Scary Lady with the squares or whatever block she had? Come on, man. <laughs> what was that? Shit, <laughs> bro. All right. Uh, so it's, it's 9.15 here in the East Coast. Uh, any other topics you guys want to go through in these first three episodes? Um, before we kind of give our, you know, closing thoughts, closing plugs, and all that stuff. I, or, I just, or predictions, like, right? If there's any more predictions. I just have so many questions. And I mean, obviously, you know, with this episode, but I, I was thinking back to the, like, one of the first times we all got together and talked about the boys. And I know I had the overwhelming thought that Stan Edgar was him himself a soup. Right, yeah. that he he had, which is why he was Man. completely fearless of Homelander, and so like, how do I, I would just love to hear like, does, does how does everyone feel about that? Is that yeah. thought gone or um, is still my, there? Okay, I'm gonna tack on real quick. Okay. My thought is that since we now know that Nadia is his adopted daughter, that she, I feel like she's protecting him, and she hmm. he knows she's more powerful than Homelander. He can just blow up his head. I think that's what it is. I think it's that that. He knows he's protected by her. That's my take. I don't think he's a soup. I think he just—he was one that made her a soup and knows that uh, she can protect him. That's just—that's just me. What do you guys think? I'm gonna go the opposite route on that. I'm gonna go with Dion on this. I think that they—somebody has done their homework on like all these Marvel and DC movies and everything. And I think that Stan is gonna be revealed to be somebody like Xavier. Like he's always a step ahead. So wouldn't it be awesome to find out he can read people's minds and he knows what people are want, what people are thinking and everything like that. And the relationship with his daughter is a lot like the relationship he had with uh, Phoenix. So that would be the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, a, that's a really interesting that's a good cut. That's a good yeah. I like that. that one. Just a little bit. <laughs> So I was thinking back with with that question, Dion, I was thinking back to the scene between Homelander and Starlight where Homelander is kind of threatening her and he's like, you don't want to see me when I've got nothing to lose type of deal. And I, hmm. 
So my first thought is like, you really think that a corporation that is as big and powerful as Vought doesn't have some type of contingency to handle your ass? You really think that you're above every other single person on this planet? There's some fucking hubris there. Um, so I feel like there's some contingent, like w- whether whether that is his um, Nadia, whether it's her, whether it's Black Noir, whether it's some sort of secret weapon, um, there bot uh, has to have wow. something up their sleeve. Period. So wow. now, here's the thing: maybe I'm giving Homelander way too much credit here, but I think, and and this was gonna reply to the um Xavier Phoenix theory. Where it's like, I don't think that Stan has powers. I think that he legitimately, he was being genuine in that one scene with Starlight where he's like, true power is bending the world to your will or something like that. Like, that's why I'm like, I feel like he's a completely normal dude. But adding on to that, and this is what I'm saying, maybe I'm giving Homelander too much credit, but I feel like he does know how powerful Vault is. And that's why he hasn't gone berserk yet. Because he's had every chance Mm. to do what he said he's done. He could have been... BSing Starlight <laughs> and just saying that to get out of that little bind. But like I said, I That's could be giving point. Homelander good too point. much credit there. And I'm I'm glad that Black Noir was brought up. I'm not gonna say the following point unless you guys are comfortable with it because it's a little bit of spoiler from the comics that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's a clone. yeah, he uh, since Jay said it, he's yeah. supposed mm. to be a clone of Homelander, so he okay. would be that contingency over, plan. He's supposed to watch over. Homelander. He's supposed to be keeping an eye on Homelander, yeah. like he's implied to be more powerful. The home, like that is the contingency plan, but obviously we have a different Black Noir as of right now, at least. Well, they've they, 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 they the bent, they bent the rule. They bent the comics. So, for example, obviously yeah. Stormfront was a guy in the <laughs> comics. And, yeah. So you know I'm saying, they, so they definitely like Black Noir is probably one of those characters that they took liberties with and took their own spin on it. So, mm-hmm. um, not I'm not yeah. saying that he isn't some kind of like maybe he is. I don't think he's a clone. Obviously, we established that he's not a clone, but. Maybe he still has to watch. Like he's the one that's watching. I mean, it's completely possible that after Stan like is not controlling his mind, he probably shot him up with more V to make him as powerful as Homelander. It's completely possible. I was wondering about that too. Well, I want to make a a point to lawyer points. Uh, First off, I like Pretty Guardian's point that there could be the secret MacGuffin that we don't know about, the secret Kryptonite Mm -hmm. that might exist. Also, before Joe and Jay, you guys had said something about Umbrella. Remember, man, Umbrella was, uh, you know, controlled by Wesker. There was a Wesker there. So maybe, uh, I mean, all really stand under whether or not he had powers before all he has to do is take his own medicine take the uh the compound v and he's right there um he can unleash it on the whole world and you know maybe give it to a bunch of different people that you know um yeah so i oh another thing before i forget you reminded me too about wasn't there the group that nadia was in that tony was into before she killed what, what were they talking about what was that group the Red River home is the, the home Red, for the kids. Oh, that was the home for the kids. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's other people from the past that, uh, you know, that they didn't talk about. Maybe. I think the only thing we haven't really touched upon is the whole Sergei going back to the Russian mob thing. Oh, wow. The thing is, this is weird. I definitely want to see it play out, but I'm like, I don't want this to take up too much time because it definitely feels like a B subplot as of right now. Mm. I want to see how they handle it because I'm like, I'm not trying to take too much time away from like the main A plot, if that makes any well, sense. Well, here's, here's, here's my view on the whole thing, too, is that like if he's going back to the Russian mob and soldier... That's their ticket into Russia. Russia. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's how they bring that together. Because uh-huh. Butcher was the one that he wants to use them as bait or something. Maybe yeah, he wants show them. He, won, he, he wants basically wants to use them as like transportation to get into Russia, yeah. basically. And he has the powers, so if they mess with him, they're gonna get lasered to death. Mm-hmm. I just love the fact that he greets somebody by saying, "Is your wife still getting her salad tossed by random Frenchmen?" How do you respond to that? And it was like, "All right." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, and, I mean, also from what I understand, like the whole penis thing is just the beginning. There's gonna be more disturbing scenes down the road. Oh, Joe man. Blow, Joe Blow, um, seen seen all eight episodes. So they said that oh, there's gonna be oh, more really no way. disturbing shit coming. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take no more. <laughs> I, mean, I like I, it. I, I like the excess. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And I was gonna no, say, does anybody have a limit? No. <laughs> uh, I, we're, we're pushing it. We're pushing it now. That, that's yeah. what it is. A friend told it was so funny when I when I was gearing up to watch. A friend was like, I was like, oh, I'm about to grab dinner and I want to start watching the boys. She goes, eat either after you watch the first episode yeah. or like before. And I was yeah. so thankful because I was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. It's a lot of blood. Yeah. Have you guys I seen Preacher? I, I'm sorry. I love it. I just like it goes yeah. into those really disturbing territories that no other show will do. I love it. Like, True. Test, I, I like True. They're, they're testing the limits. I love it. I love it. I, I feel True. like the, the amount of quality. That's another thing. The, the quality of the writing, the quality of the special effects. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. this is like, this is like movie quality. You know, this is not like streaming. Yeah. The quality. lines are blurred. The lines are blurred yeah, completely. Like this is like legit yeah. movie quality stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, same with Invincible. Like, Invincible for an animated show is just as fucking Remember when yeah. you could say that about, yeah. like, every HBO show? When you could say that about most Netflix shows? Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was just yeah, a select few. HBO, <laughs> it depends. HBO has some good ones. Yeah. Man, I just, The Boys is just next level shit. And it's why it's yeah. the yeah. best show on any platform, any show ever right now. That's my opinion. I stand by it. Like, it's that good of a show, which is why we fucking cover it on this channel as much as we do. Do we know if there is a set amount of planned seasons or, or did, we're just kind of uh, running right, by as the, of right the now, fly of our seats? They got renewed for one more season. They're, they're, they are. They got yeah. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to think of like story arc. I'm like, it's not coming to an end this season, but like I can see it coming to end like next season or yeah, if there's I a fifth one in a fifth season. <laughs> next season will be the last because they're already planning spin-offs. There's going to be just, okay. Ah, yeah, really? Yeah. Superhero Soup College. They they got the grant yeah. to do a Soup College show about these My kids. Hero Academia adults? Wow. Basically, it's, it's, it's okay. college students training to be training for Vod. Oh yeah. They got the My Hero, My Hero <laughs> rated M My Hero. Okay, heard and you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope we get more diabolical cartoons. I fucking loved it. Kush, did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a chance it. to check out the first, uh, I think it was the first two, because it played right after episode three finished when I watched it. It was just mm. queued up right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they do more of that. Like, I'm fine. If, like, if they end it in season four, but they do spinoffs and cartoons, well, I am perfectly fine with it. I don't, yeah. want the, I don't want the show to go stale like Sons of Anarchy did. Like, I love Sons of Anarchy, then it got stupid. True blood started yeah, I feel like five stupid. would be the limit, man, in terms like, of number of seasons. Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, like they ended at season six. Yeah. Solid. I'm hoping the yeah. boys does the same thing. Just give us four, maybe five solid seasons. 
don't ever go sour on me. Like Breaking I, Bad was I, season I, five, but I was gonna say Cobra Kai's like that and still good. Cobra, Cobra Kai's still Kai good, but it's like silly. No, but but it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna push up the date. So we'll see you in September and we're already shooting season six and we're already shooting season seven. Like that it feels like, whoa, you guys are gonna keep going with Cobra Kai. Like, yeah, this show, like let's have a finality. But let's wrap it up. Not to but what's the... it took two years. I mean, we had the pandemic, but it took two years for season three to come out. Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm gonna just I don't just... mind waiting a lot. If, if it comes out fantastic, I don't mind the wait. Like, this was proof that two years, it was worth the wait, at least to me anyway. It was definitely worth the wait, and it clearly yeah. shows. Keep the only mind, reason... They filmed this in the peak of the pandemic. They filmed this in the peak of the pandemic. Keep that in mind, people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, the only reason I disagree is because I'm not exactly sure what the end point is yet. Like, like mm. we're assuming the end point is to kill Homelander, Homeland. right? Yeah, but I I'm assuming the end point should actually be to bring down the company. Yeah, Far, right. we're yeah. nowhere near there that yet, right? Mm. He's so focused on Homelander because um, I just put in the chat box like a question I had. I don't think this was ever like clearly explained. What actually happened to Vaught? He was married to who we now know was the first suit in reality, wow. right? And he dies, but how do we know he dies? And well, like, that, yeah. Do we ever have an explanation? Like, how do you I had, a, oh, I had an idiotic theory. I didn't even bring it up. I, I think I mentioned it to you guys. I thought that Edgar, Sam Edgar might have been the reincarnation of Bot, but after like Stormfront dying, I don't think that might be the case. So that, <laughs> that kind of ruined my theory a little bit. But oh, that conversation where he's like, Stormfront has a has an issue with you too, right? <laughs> he's like, he, he also <laughs> looks younger too in the, in the past. So I don't think it was Stan Edgar, but yeah, maybe the actual original Bot is still alive somewhere yeah so like you know what i'm saying like i feel like there's still like some things to explore to bring us to what will be the end point but i'm not even sure which is why i'm like family members oh my god that yo look at sky get that chat joe get that chat real quick <laughs> scott says he was cryo frozen like walt disney i bet <laughs> that would be hilarious that's not a bad theory Ooh. that would that be hilarious not a bad theory. that's not i like it i like it no, Wait, that's all the stuff up. you just brought up is why I'm like, you know what? I would love a five season, like okay. a five season show to I, maybe I try and get yeah, all that. Yeah. I mean, we know we know we're getting season four. That's been greenlit. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure I bet you when we get in a couple of weeks, I bet you they're going to say, yep, season five has been greenlit, too. I, I, I think they're going to let us know. I mean, when the ratings come in from I'm, I'm sure everybody we can't. Obviously, everyone's watching this shit. So I think once we get to like um, maybe at the end of the finale they'll probably say uh boys season five been greenlit so and mm -hmm. maybe maybe they'll tell us that'll be the last season you know maybe who knows we'll mm -hmm. see. but they said yeah. season four is definitely greenlit so is the spinoff and like i said i hope we get another cartoon because i i actually love, love the diabolical cartoon i'm gonna check those out man oh they're great uh pretty garden you yeah. watched them right what do you think of the, of the cartoon I I have mixed feelings about Diabolical. Overall, I didn't love it. I probably wouldn't jump on a season two, probably. But I do think that there were some standout episodes in there for sure. This is only, the, boys, the only though. one, pretty garden. The only one I yeah. didn't like was the one with the old man or the old the, the old woman dying in the hospital with cancer. That's the only one I didn't like. Oh, you know what? Let's fight because I think that that was one of the best ones. Really? I, yeah. I, it no, was just I, so dark and depressing. Yeah. I'm a guy that listens to typo negative. You thought that was depressing? Yes. 
It was. You know what? I, I'm going to tell you, I thought it was actually uplifting compared to most ah. of them. And and let me tell you why. Yeah, go Soon ahead. He, the wife, the fact that she would effectively sacrifice herself to go off and, and fight I'm this right, cancer right, the way that she did. And the animation was beautiful, like the yeah, golden sky as she was going off. It was. To me, it gave me hope. In a world that was as cynical and awful as the boys is, the fact that a normal person who would get these powers would choose good, I thought it was beautiful. I, I was, that was one of my favorites. That is oh, that's very, very up. well said. It, just, it, just, it, was just too, it was just too much for me, especially for the others. But my favorite one, oh God, because I'm so damn immature, but the Aquafina and the talking poop. I, I See, and I hated that one. And I, I hated that so one. Funny. I thought that was so I'm fucking sorry, stupid. I'm immature, okay? <laughs> Bathroom humor still makes me laugh from time to time, okay? I love Brennan Stimpy, and I love South Park, and th I just felt like this was like the boys' version of Mr. Hanky, and I thought it was fucking great. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was funny. It was funny. And it was anime style. It was just that much funnier to me. I'm sorry. I loved it. Josh, you gotta see it. Y'all gotta watch. Okay, can we, okay, Gardner, can we at least agree that it's worth the time? You can binge it all in like two hours. Is it worth the time to watch them all? Yeah, I, you know, I got stoned and I watched it all in one sitting, and it was a good time. It was. <laughs> the only way to watch it. The only way to watch anything. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so Kush, if you're sold on it, there you go. You got, you got opinions from two people. Like I said, I, I think I, I think I saw it was like one episode. I watched the rest. All I know is that you got to hold up your end of the bargain, bro. That's yes, all I'm saying. I, know, I, know, I, I had know, you guys uh, muted Sorry, there. I didn't want to hear anything about so it. No, it's okay. And, yeah, whenever you got free time, bro. It's just whenever you got that yeah. free time. I will. Like I said, as soon as I, as soon as I get this next Joe project done, by the way, the yeah. versus Terminator, I hope you guys will love it. Um, I'm working on that. And then I got to work on our Mount Rushmore video, which I'm hoping everybody on screen is going to be a part of. Um, I'm gonna have to get that video to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I'm th those are my two major projects right now. But um, I guess it's okay to somewhat say, uh, Nerd Cage Live will go out is going on a small hiatus in July, and I will definitely watch it then. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, small you got you probably need a bit. I know, away. but you probably need a break though. On all on all seriousness, you probably do need a little bit of a break well, from all the work. Well, the thing is, we're 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 I'm going to Chicago for like a week and a half. Well, cool, cool, so I'm cool. going to Chicago for a week and a half, and then there's other stuff I got to work on, and that's when I figured, you know what, if I'm going, if I'm doing that, this is a good time to take a break from the channel, from YouTube. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So, and mm -hmm. I even told that to to Joe Blow, like I need a break, July, I need a break. So I'm going on, I'm mm -hmm. taking a break from everything come July, July 8th when when the, I'll tell you what, July 8th, which is when the I plan on premiering the Mount Rushmore video, that'll be the last. Uh, Nerd Cage video, then the last Nerd Cage live stream will be the 10th when we talk about the finale of the boys, <laughs> and then we're then we're fresh on hiatus. So the boys finale and Mount Rushmore of Action Heroes will be the two last videos before me and Joe uh, and Mark ultimately take our break. So that's what's up. What we, we need trust me. Joe doesn't have to explain. We need it. We need it. Yes. Yeah, what's up? Um. Yes. So I can figure, you know what, this is, okay, so it's 9.30 here in the East Coast, uh, you know, so I guess let's just go in a circle, give your, give your, your closing thoughts on these first three episodes and a rating 
uh, as of right now for the boys for, for these first three episodes and let everybody, I want everybody to plug themselves in and of course I've been kind of spamming the everybody's um, YouTube in the chat so Kush starting with you uh, rating 1 through 10 closing thoughts and plug yourself in bud I'm gonna give a solid 8 out of 10 so far I feel like it is really good it's picking up like right where you left off of what you expect from the boys we, we talked about a lot how they do a good job of mirroring real life issues mixing it in with the over the topness that is the show the reason i'm giving it an eight instead of like a 10 is because i'm still not sure what the direction of the story for this season is quite yet you know we all had our theories and i want to see i feel like maybe this episode that's going to come out in like two and a half hours is going to answer a lot of my questions in regards to that uh, but i'm definitely excited to see where it goes uh because you know we're coming up on i'd say the most epic feeling season so far you guys can find me at the hub on youtube where I cover the New York Giants, also on Instagram, Twitter, and on Twitch, where I do uh, a lot of gaming. So there you go. Yes, and I'll, I, I'm sorry. I, I will update the description when the show's over, and, and you know everybody can go in the description and um, uh, sub up at the hub. And of course, uh, the lovely, pretty Guardian. Go ahead. We'd like to hear your closing thoughts on the rating, and go ahead and plug yourself in. Yeah, I am Pretty Guardian. You can find me at YouTube.com/slash Pretty Guardian. And I wanted to say thank you so much, Jay and Joe, for having me on tonight. I love the Nerd Cage so much. And this is such a badass nerd community. As far as my like final thoughts on the boys, I'm going to give the first three episodes a nine out of ten. I think that the storytelling so far has just been masterful, the way that they're interweaving plot points. And even if I'm wrong, I actually do feel like I'm kind of seeing the trajectory of where the rest of the season is going to go. And I'm excited for the ride. So nine out of ten for me. Excellent. Um, thank you very much. We always love you have that. I love having you on board, uh, Pretty Garden. Thank you so much. All right, Joshua from Movie and Gaming Aficionados. Man, always a trip having you on. Man, your closing thoughts, final rating, and go ahead and plug yourself in, boss. Uh, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Super solid storytelling. Always kept me intrigued. Uh, I like the little subplots. Made me care about every single character. Love doing this uh, live stream. You guys made me uh, hyped up for it even more. I'm definitely going to check out the Vault channel and the uh, Diabolical, all that stuff too. Um, and yeah, this series, man, it's right up there for me, right with, uh, like I said, Severance and um, Better Call Saul. Uh, so it's it's close, man. I don't know which one's the best for me. Uh, but speaking of which, I'm going to be doing a lot of reviews on my channel. I'm going to be doing... Dumping a lot of reviews on there. I have um, backlogged, so check me out and check out the documentary with Jay. He gives great points. Mark, everybody. Um, it's kind of like our our story, man. Uh, Box Office Heroes, part one. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. Love you guys. Bye. Absolutely. And, and Josh, thank you so much. And we look forward to doing that watch party too. Oh, All yeah. Right. Yep. Yes. Dion McGill off the Beaten Podcast. Chicago, Illinois, finest, man. Go ahead. Give your... Uh, closing thoughts and the rating and plug yourself in my friend yes man you know what I'm, I'm i'm gonna give it i'm going hard i'm gonna give it a 10 out of 10 i i just love this show i love this it's the subtlety it's the subtle moments the little things that made me go um and i like josh said if you plug into the vaught international youtube page like with all the backstage tours like you know but like their tours of like homelander's house and weirdness and all this stuff and kooky crap like you're in it and it's just so like 
they have just created this 360 entertainment everything and I'm all in for it um, and they go from being serious and and just you know horrible to being super hilarious and and so yeah so I'm all in for it can't wait as soon as we're done here I'm actually seeing if the new episode's up and yep, I'm about to have here. dinner and I'm I'm watching baby so I can't wait to see you guys hopefully I'll, I'll be back for the other um, yes. Uh, yes. spoilers um, but other than that, check me out. Um, I have a YouTube page, and I've threatened to actually put something on it for about a year now. It's going to happen. So now you'll just be plugged in whenever it does. Uh, you can check out Off the Beaten Podcast. It's just a podcast about uh, Chicago people and Chicago shit and what makes this city the best city in the world, uh, th- th- in my opinion. Um, Second best city in the world, man. New York City got you. I'll give behave yourselves. Behave yourselves. <laughs> you can check it out. Y'all don't have pizza. You have casserole. <laughs> ah, say, well, have a, that's a discussion for another day. But offthebeatenpodcast.com, and you can check out the social media episodes, my blog, and everything. So just check it out. Um, and feel free to reach out to me. I always love to hear criticism feedback or friendly voices so yeah absolutely and again i'm really hoping we can all reunite next week and i'm also hoping that we'll have a couple more bodies next week uh so yeah i'm hoping like i said i definitely want to keep these panels going obviously you know i want to mix things up too but obviously i'd love to have you guys come back and there's a couple other people that weren't able to make it today i'm hoping they'll be back next week because you know obviously three episodes were a lot to take in for some people so hopefully next week everybody will be caught up and we'll have bigger panels and stuff like that. And yeah, so Joe, go ahead. Your closing thoughts, a rating, and tell them about Friday, tell them about Tuesday, my dude. All righty. Well, my rating, I'm going to split the rating into the episodes. Uh, the first episode, I'm going to give a 9.5 out of 10. And episode 2 and 3, I'm going to give 8.5 out of 10. Cause I mean, and this show just keeps getting better and better and better. I love that. I love that. Uh, it just keeps pushing the limits to their breaking point. The the blood, the guts, the all the all the humor and everything. It's just it's it's the greatest show on TV right now. It just is. <laughs> There's no disputing that. All right, and then on Friday at 8 p.m. on Twitch, we will be going back. To Mortal Kombat Deception Conquest mode. Let's do it. I love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Tuesday, we're going to be going back to the world of survival horror with Resident Evil Remake. One of Look my at favorites. That, dude, Joe's about to blow his best friend's head off with a, with a <laughs> Nintendo light gun. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time, would it, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, we definitely appreciate that. Um, I guess I'll give my closing thoughts. Listen, I'm, I'm going to go hard like Dion, man. 10 out of fucking 10 for me. It's, there's not, no more. There's, there's no other show as diabolical as this one. Hands down, this and Better Call Saul are the two best shows on any, t- any platform, anywhere, anytime. I just love this shit. The show, like, I... Uh, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh my god, there's no way this is going to live up to the first two seasons. And I was totally wrong. It totally did live up to that, and then some. I love the dark, the very dark, fucked up direction that they're going in. And I love seeing penises get blown up, and I love every, all the shenanigans that goes on. I fucking love this goddamn show, and I can't, I need more. I need more. Seriously, get a spoon, put the boys in a lighter, burn that shit, put a needle, put it in my fucking veins. I want fucking more. I want this shit like Compound V, baby. So, yes, keep it coming. 
Like, I'm looking forward to watching episode four tonight, and I cannot wait to be covering episode four next week. Same nerd channel, same nerd time next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll have the same panel. Hopefully, we'll have some additional bodies on top of that to, to mix it up here and really go at it. Um, and yeah, exciting things to come on Nerd Cage Live. Again, we have Mount Rushmore. Is is gonna? We're, I'm gonna start baking that in the oven real soon. Uh, but look out for that on July 8th as we're going to premiere that shit. Um, and, of course, as Joe said, follow us on uh, Twitch. And I guess we also can bring up, we have an Instagram now, baby. Yes, we do. Instagram.com <laughs> slash nerd underscore cage, just like the Twitter. Give that a follow. Um, I handed the keys to Joe. He's running that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, our super awesome Facebook discussion group where shit's always popping uh best god well i shouldn't say that because the movie efficient i was facebook group is, is popping i don't know why i didn't too. say that <laughs> i should have said that too yeah. thank you thank you for doing it for, yeah, i appreciate yeah, absolutely. it absolutely so yeah I love it. Let me mention. The movie efficient i was facebook group and you should join the real talk facebook group yeah and the nerd yeah. live facebook discussion group where it's always yes. a good time we're always sharing stuff with you. my only rules no fucking politics and no fucking spoilers all right That's amen fucking rule Amen. Let me mention for anyone that missed Summer Game Fest, I have posted all the hits oh. up on the Facebook discussion group. Yes, thank you for that, Joe. And of yeah, I want to do something to that. To the wall too. So, um, that's pretty much all I got. You know, this has been a fucking blast, and I can't wait to do this every week with you guys. It's, it's a damn shame we only get to do this four more times, or no, five more times, I should say. Um, so yeah, again, please. Sub up all these fantastical people and their fantastical content. I just, like I said, they're all, I, I put it in the chat there and I'll put it in the description when, when it's over. Um, these are great. Not only that they're great friends of mine, but they are super talented content creators as well. And I'm super grateful to have them all in my circle. So that being said, we pre please ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like Compound V, motherfucker. So to USA from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, to Chicago, Illinois, to New York City, to New Jersey, to Portland, Oregon, to all our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live, off the beaten podcast, the hub, the pretty garden, and movie gaming aficionados. As always, enjoy life, stay safe, do your push-ups. Eat your vegetables. And good night. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! Ha 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 ha!